0: Hi. Over the last few sessions, we've been journeying through a passage in the Bible known as the Beatitudes. They are found in Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 to 12. And in them, Jesus outlines the counter-cultural way of life his followers must follow if they are to be truly his disciples. And guys, let me say this. If you and I are wanting to live like Jesus lived, this is the way we have to go as well. Let me read these verses to you now from Matthew chapter 5. Now when he saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And today we come to the phrase, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Guys, many of us I think are probably passionate about something or another in life. Can I ask you, what are you passionate about? Maybe it's your football team. Maybe it's keeping fit, running, doing weights perhaps. Maybe it's food. Maybe it's music. Maybe you are a collector of things and that's your passion. Maybe you're looking after your garden, making it the best you can be. This verse talks about a really strong passion or drive to see something happen. I'm sure we all admire the sports person who focuses all his or her efforts on being the best that they can be, of achieving that Olympic medal or breaking that world record. I remember Tony Jarrett, himself an Olympic athlete, once telling a story about how the athlete Daly Thompson conducted himself. He said he used to train with Daly and others regularly. And one day, Daly asked them all what they were doing on Christmas Day. They all said where they would be going, where they would be sitting down to eat their their turkey, their Christmas pudding, and so on. Then they asked Daly what he would be doing. And to their surprise, maybe to their horror, he said, I'll be here training, even if I have to climb over the fence to get in. So It ended up with them all climbing over the fence of the training ground on Christmas Day and training with Daley Thompson as well. They knew that Daley had only one focus in his life. That was to be a champion. And Daley Thompson went on to win the decathlon gold medal at the Olympic Games in 1980 and 1984. He broke the world record for the event four times. He was unbeaten in competition for nine years, and he's been described as the greatest all-round athlete the UK has ever produced. Now maybe if you're as old as me, you can remember Roy Castle in in the programme Record Breakers, singing about dedication, dedication, dedication. That's what you need if you want to be a record breaker. Yes, drive, dedication, a hunger, a thirst to achieve something or see something is what makes a champion. This hunger catapults people to achieve what other people just dream about. The passion to be the best, to excel, to overcome the opposition, to win through against all the odds. It presses its owner to lengths. They would never go without it. You know, there's nothing wrong with being passionate about something about being the best version of you that you can be. But it's also possible to be passionate about things that really, in the great scheme of things, don't really matter. Because, you know, you can't take your trophies with you. You can't take those medals with you. One day they're likely to be put in a box, perhaps put on top of the wardrobe, and forgotten about. And even in this life, those trophies, those medals, those achievements, don't Bring lasting fulfilment and happiness. And very often they're achieved at the expense of the things in life that really matter. Jesus said it's possible to gain the whole world and lose your own soul. Jesus also said that only pursuing righteousness, living for God, can really fill you, can satisfy you. You know, we need to understand what Jesus meant by righteousness. Righteousness in Judaism meant being in a right relationship with God. Now the Pharisees, the strict Jewish religious leaders, taught that this righteousness could only be achieved by keeping the Jewish laws. And they had 613 laws to keep. By the time of Jesus, this religion had produced a heartless, cold, an arrogant brand of self-righteousness. But a righteousness that was impossible achieve no one could keep all those laws nobody could do it you would always be striving but never succeeding when jesus came he revealed the true meaning of righteousness the true way to righteousness he said it could all it would all come down to loving god and loving others when we accept that god so loves us that he gave his only son to die to save us because we can't save ourselves. When we accept his son Jesus Christ. As our saviour. And we make him Lord. Make him the boss of our lives. We come to see that all the things we thought were important. That we were striving to achieve. Are really rubbish. In comparison with living for God. And knowing Jesus. Paul the Apostle says that. He had tried to live a life of purpose. Even in a life that he thought pleased God. But that it wasn't. It wasn't achieving. It wasn't giving him peace. Let me read some verses to you from a letter that he wrote to the Philippians. Philippians 3 says this. Yes, now that I know Christ Jesus as my Lord, that is the most valuable thing. Nothing else is important at all. I've thrown everything else away so that I can serve Christ. All those other things are like dirt to me. I think about them like that so that I can have Christ. I want to be united with him because I believe in Christ. God accepts me as right with him. I know that I cannot become right in any other way, even if I obey all of God's law. When I trust in Christ, God accepts me as right because of my faith. Yes, I want to know Christ better and better. And like Tony Jarrett, who is now a follower of Jesus Christ, can I encourage you to run with champions? In other words, find others who are on the same track as you, who have the same goal as you, and run run with them. So guys, my encouragement to you today is don't go for gold, go for God. Ask God to help you run this race where you pursue him You hunger and thirst after him because he says you will be filled. You will be satisfied in your life. Let me finish by reading some verses from 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Again, Paul writes these words. He says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I discipline my body so that I win the prize. Guys, run the race this way. Running the race of life this way is the only way to true happiness in this life and in in the next. When you live this way, you won't hunger, you won't thirst for anything else. You will be filled. You will be satisfied. You will be truly blessed, truly happy. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. If you'd like to know more about living this way, you can contact me here at gareth.pope at cvm.org.uk Thank you for listening.